Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, today we're talking about making a fun commitment to have more fun in your life. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach, midlife mentor, and I'm so glad to be here with you again. So I've been thinking about goals and desires, wants, vision boards, all the things, because, you know, it's a good time of year to do that. (laughs) Actually, I believe it's always a good time of year to do this, but it's come up a lot lately with my clients too. And really, it's what this work is all about, being more intentional about what you want in your life so you don't have regrets. Thinking about it ahead of time is one of the early steps. It's a critical part of your happiness and success path to loving your life after 50. But if you don't nurture your commitment to yourself, you risk it not happening. So we're going to dive into all of this fun stuff because with a couple of tips and tweaks, fun can really be on your agenda more and more going forward. But just quick before we get going, I want to invite you to my happiness and success workshop, which is perfect for you when you're feeling super stuck in midlife and craving a crystal clear roadmap forward. It's my one hour online training that will help you zero in on your priorities super fast, get unstuck and feel ready to take the next step so you get on track to live life to the fullest during this exciting chapter. To find out when the next workshop is, head over to www.createhappinessnow.com. I would love to be your midlife coach to get this party started. Okay, now let's get going with this whole idea of making a fun commitment. Even just thinking about it this way gives you pause, doesn't it? There are so many commitments that don't feel fun. But this commitment is special because it's about committing to more fun. It's pretty common to skip that step and then time flies by years or decades even, and you still haven't done what you want. It's kind of like we don't always realize our role in creating the fun. So let's start with defining fun. The classic dictionary definition is that for something to be fun, it has to be enjoyment, amusement, or a lighthearted pleasure, right? It has to be enjoyable, you need to be amused, or it has to feel like a lighthearted pleasure. And right away, what comes up for you? Because you can see it's totally personal. What I think is fun may not be what you think is fun. What your kids, siblings, friends, husband, partner, all the people, what they think is fun might not do it for you either. I remember once a couple years ago when I was reminded of this fact. I was visiting my uncle in Palm Springs and it was all, I was all excited to try out this Merlin bird app, which I've talked about several times on the podcast because I love it so much. It's a bird song identifier, basically. So when you hear a bird, you press record and it identifies the bird who's actually tweeting. You can download different packs for different parts of the world. So when you're traveling, you can still have fun with the birds like this. So I was outside explaining my excitement about using the bird app in California because I live in Ontario, Canada, and I noticed that my enthusiasm was not shared. (laughs) My uncle says, Susie, read the room, which totally cracked me up. But 
It was um, also a great reminder that the way you define fun is really subjective, personal, and unique to you. Now, my sons have also shared that same line with me. Mom, read the room. <laughs> but whatever. I think it's fun, and I really don't have a problem talking about what I think is fun or laughing, uh, because fun is often also funny. Anyway, but whatever it is for you, whatever fun is for you, it deserves to take up more time and space in your life. Here's the thing about fun. If you're not currently having enough fun, you're not alone. There is research to back it up. According to the Chase Freedom Unlimited Card Survey of more than 1,000 American adults, 97% of us think that having fun is very important. But only 53% of Americans and just 49% of women report actually having it on a regular basis. In fact, 81% of people wish they had more fun every day. So again, that research was from Chase Freedom Unlimited Card Survey. Wow. Think about that. Most of us, the vast majority, 97% think that having fun is very important, but only 53% say that they have it regularly. And again, most people want to have more of it. So I'm probably thinking that that includes you too. It certainly includes me. And I've done an episode about daily fun related to this concept. It was episode 319 as an encore episode. And then also before that, it was called Fun on the Daily in Midlife in Four Easy Steps. So make sure to check that out too if this topic lights you up and you're ready to take more action. I'll also include that link in the show notes. It was episode 319. Now, fun is the type of topic that you wouldn't seem to need convincing about, but, but clearly we do. Isn't that strange? I also ask a question about fun on my discovery call application, my momentum call that you would fill out if you want to talk to me about options to work together. And most women also say that they aren't having enough fun. Having more fun in your life is even related to a lot of health benefits too, from having less stress to connecting more with people, from sleeping better to feeling better overall. It's not that hard to see that more fun is a pretty good thing. So ask yourself, you probably want more fun. You're pretty clear that fun is good. So what's the problem? Why aren't you having enough of it? Well, the answer, my friend, is related to classic behavior change habits, thoughts, feelings, that sort of thing. We want to do things, but we don't always allow ourselves the happiness we want by doing the things that we want to do. And not allowing yourself to do the things that you know you want, not allowing yourself to be happy is a common thing that we regret. So in the nutshell, it's easy to get in your own way when it comes to the fun factor. Wanting something isn't the same thing as making it happen. I'm sure you have all kinds of examples of this too, and so do I. So think about it. What's going on for you? What are your examples? And then the big question to ask is usually why? Why don't you have this in your life yet? Why aren't you having more fun? And the answer to that is really the way you're thinking. That's where it starts, the way that you are thinking. And whatever that is, it's creating something emotional for you that is either helping you or not helping you move in the direction of your fun goals. If you don't have the fun that you want in your life yet, there is a glitch. We got to find it. <laughs> There's probably some kind of a belief or thought that's getting in your way. And it's also probably something that has to do with your ability to make a commitment to yourself about drawing in the fun. 
or deserving the fun, or allowing the fun, or initiating the fun, or allowing yourself to desire fun, or even thinking of fun as a possibility. So with this said, let's think about amping up the fun factor in your life, especially this year. Let's dig in. So step number one, think about what is fun for you. Remember, fun is about enjoyment, amusement, or a lighthearted pleasure. Just, you know, just a a quick definition. So what is that for you? What is amusing for you? What is lighthearted pleasure? What do you enjoy? Is it more time with the people in your family? Maybe the people you love to be with and hang with, or even your friends? Maybe you like to eat out or have dinner parties, maybe some kind of a trip, travel or road trip, perhaps. Heading out to national parks light you up? What about movies, entertainment, seeing a concert, sports, hobbies? Maybe something like painting or sewing or gardening. What about ecotourism, seeing a museum, going boating, going whale watching, some kind of animal encounter, going fishing, metal detecting, bird watching, whatever it is. There's so many things. The fun part might also come into how you do the fun thing. So I want you to think about that too. For example, I love playing with beads and wire. So I love buying beads. Even that is fun. I love collecting beads. And one time I realized that buying beads while on vacation was super fun. So I could find these special beads. And then there was always a story that I could tell about where the beads came from in whatever I made. To me, I I couldn't believe how much fun that was. And that's what I mean. Maybe you love being outdoors and love nature. So adding that to lots of activities might make them even more fun. For example, going to outdoor concerts might be more fun than going to a regular concert. I even love working outside. That's fun. Typing my blog outside on a picnic table next to the lake doesn't even feel like work to me. Or maybe you love going to an aquarium, but late at night when there are fewer kids. So how you do the thing or even doing some gardening, maybe it's more fun while listening to music or podcasts, or being with a certain friend who makes you laugh, no matter what. And that reminds me of a time with my bestie from high school. She lived in Manhattan, and I was visiting one summer way back in the 80s. She had a broken arm and was very bummed about that and had to run an errand and go to the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles in New York. And she was so annoyed and not into doing that thing at all while I was visiting But I encouraged her. For her, it didn't seem fun. For me, I was thinking, ooh, fun. I get to do an errand with my best friend. (laughs) I didn't care where we went. I just knew it would be fun because she's fun. Spending time with her is fun. My thoughts were totally different from hers. And I remember laughing a ton on that errand. And we even ran into Tony Bennett, who ended up signing the cast on her arm. (laughs) So It was totally fun. So think about what fun is for you. And I encourage you to be curious and open. Now, here's step two. Pick one fun thing to work on this year. That's it. Just one thing. Imagine yourself this time next year having more of this one fun thing all dialed in and well ingrained into your life. Think about it. Ask yourself a couple of questions. How does that feel? Why was this the best idea ever? It's kind of a sneaky New Year's resolution. (laughs) How does it feel to know that you overcame whatever shenanigans came up for you to block your fun? So think about that, and I'll share one fun thing I'm doing. A couple of episodes ago, I shared my delight with the new Snoopy watch face on iPhone. If you haven't discovered it yet, 
Press pause right now on this episode and go download it. It is so fantastic. It's not a static image of Snoopy. You get little animated shorts and they have actually made me laugh out loud. They're only a few seconds long and they are a 10 out of 10. So I was thrilled when I received a page a day Peanuts calendar for the new year. I haven't read Peanuts comics in ages. Back in the day where we used to, you know, just get so excited on the weekend to get the color comics in the newspaper. So much fun. So I haven't like read Peanuts comics in so long. So I committed to making time to read the daily comic on my page a day calendar rather than just tear it off and say, Oh, I'm too, I'm too busy to, uh, to read that right now and like throw it away or. I just really want to make time to read it. I don't want to just move on to the next. Now, I know this might sound like such a small, fun thing, but peanuts make me laugh. Snoopy is the best, in my opinion. And all in all, it will be less than a minute a day to have a little bit of fun. And I know many times I will have the thought that I'm too busy to do this. I know I will. So whatever it is for you to spend more time with friends, to go to movies, to teach your dog a trick, to teach your parrot a new word, to play more games, to start a hobby, to go to your favorite restaurant once a month, whatever it is, just pick one thing to focus on this year and go all in. Okay, step three, plan how to make your fun thing happen. Now, remember, planning in advance is a huge part of living an intentional life. How will you plan in advance related to making your fun thing a bigger and more consistent part of your life? What can you do to help yourself plan? Sticky notes, journaling, um, putting it on your calendar every Sunday night to review, uh, inviting friends to do or go with you on this fun thing. Think of how to add your fun thing into your existing plans. Get everything ready for you to easily do your fun thing. Make the space in your day, your calendar, make a space in your house, like a comfy chair or a crafter's corner, whatever. But really work on planning to invite your fun thing into your life with ease. Remember, it's not going to happen by accident. And step four, explore making a fun commitment to yourself. Now we're getting down to business, right? Commitment is when you know without a shadow of a doubt that you have your own back and you're doing the thing. It's no surprise that the topic of commitment comes up all the time with my clients in the Women in the Middle Academy. It is so common to notice sometimes that you can't count on yourself to do what you said you were going to do. I find that most of us who think we're committed are really only at about 80% a lot of the time. It feels like you've made a commitment and for sure you love the idea of having made a commitment. But then when it comes down to executing on the pre-planned commitment, you often don't make a decision that supports that. You let yourself down. So in this case, that would mean that the fun thing doesn't happen and you feel bad about yourself and don't benefit from the extra fun in your life. It's kind of like a double whammy. You don't do the fun thing and then you feel bad about yourself for breaking your commitment to yourself about doing the fun thing. So remember, your mindset about fun in your life has something to do with your outcome. This is where you have to get really compassionate with yourself and curious about yourself at the same time. Why did you back off from having your own back? Why did you decide not to follow through on your plans? So get really quiet and listen to your thoughts about what happened. What came up? That you were too busy, that it wouldn't really matter if you didn't follow through, that you didn't deserve it, that you can't afford it, 
that you'll do it later, that you suck at keeping commitments to yourself. My friend, this is where the rubber hits the proverbial road. Whatever this thought is that got in your way is critical to become aware of. It's highly likely that this isn't the only time that this thought comes up. And as my old band director, Fred, would say, it stinks up the joint. (laughs) Here's the thing. Awareness is just about everything. It's everything. The more you can learn to watch your thoughts without necessarily being at the effect of them, the more you empower yourself to know that you can actually create the life that you want. Seriously, think about this. If you want this year to be full of more of this kind of fun, when committed, there's no doubt that this commitment is as good as done. It's not 80%. It's the same level of commitment to yourself as brushing your teeth. You just know that you're going to brush your teeth twice a day. No discussion, no fuss, no muss, no debate, no mind drama. You accept it ahead of time and it's as good as done. That's a real commitment to yourself. So the question is, can you do that and actually allow yourself the pleasure of inviting your special brand of more fun into your life this year? That's up to you, but I sure hope you're open to it. Just remember, use these four steps to practice getting more comfortable with this fun idea. Fun commitment. Step one, think about what is fun for you. Step two, pick one fun thing to work on this year. Not a whole giant list. One fun thing. Step three, plan how to make the fun thing happen. And step four, explore making a fun commitment to yourself. And there you have it. Simple, complex, and totally worth it. (laughs) Having more fun is a very good thing. Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, this podcast is all about how to love your life again after 50. It's really all about coaching you to be more intentional and to incorporate mindfulness into your life as a regular practice. This is how you put yourself on your agenda. It's not going to happen by accident. My focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and focused on your current values and priorities so that you don't have regrets. I can help you create the success you're looking for. That's why I created the Women in the Middle Academy. And you know, I'm calling it the Women in the Middle Happiness Academy because that's what it's all about. I did this with you in mind because it's a warm, supportive, and fun coaching community of like-minded women who grow forward together. It is totally possible to feel great about your roadmap to a more fun, meaningful, and regret-free next chapter. So email me your questions and let's talk about it and see if it's for you. Go ahead and book your free no-obligation momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. If you want to treat yourself to a Midlife Magic Vision Board coaching pack to help you create what you really want in your life, please head over to my website at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash shop and you can check it out there. You're also invited to the Happiness and Success Workshop which is perfect for you when you're feeling super stuck in midlife and craving a crystal clear roadmap forward. To find out when the next workshop is, head over to www.createhappinessnow.com. I would love to be your midlife coach to get this party started. And finally, for show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 338. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. 